Hey friend, I'm evangelist Mike McCurry. I have the privilege of hosting this radio program called The Bible Tract Echoes, and I greatly appreciate your listenership today. I'm excited about the topic of our conversation. Earlier this week, we spoke on a place called hell, and though you could think that might be a depressing topic, in reality, it gives me hope because I got to share with you my heart and even furthermore, what the Bible says about how you and I don't have to go to that place. Today, though, I'm very privileged to speak on this topic and to bring Discipleship Study number 27 to you. As I've mentioned before, these Discipleship Studies are a resource that we don't charge for, that we offer to you freely, just like our Gospel Tracks from here at Bible Tracks Incorporated in Bloomington, Illinois. And so if you'd be interested in learning more about the topic we talked about last week, for instance, heaven and how I'm thankful for the place we get to go if we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, or if you'd like to learn more about that place called hell that we discovered for the first three days of this week, or if you'd like to learn about what we are going to cover in discipleship study number 27, namely forgiveness. If you'd like more information about that, you can visit our website, BibleTracksInc.org, and you can get that for yourself. Before we do anything else, I'd like to tell you about one of those gospel tracks I mentioned earlier. Now, keep in mind, we have over 40 different titles, and that's not counting some of the new fully customized tracks that we've recently done, and I'm so proud of the work our team has put in here at BTI, and I'm proud of the fact that God has seen fit to allow us to work here and to put in hours of labor on behalf of you, but more importantly, on behalf of God Almighty. You see, our desire, our goal is to fulfill the Great Commission and to make your desire to fulfill the Great Commission even easier. We don't think there should be any gospel worker anywhere around the world that should go for want of the tools that they need to evangelize the world. And so that's why we provide gospel tracks for free. For instance, I'm holding in my hand right now a gospel track called, Will You Live Forever? Now that's a weighty question. That's something that bears some thought, might need you to pause and ponder that for just a moment. Will you live forever? The answer inside is a resounding yes in bold lettering with an exclamation point. Yes, you will live forever. Here's what it says. You will live forever, but the question is where? It could be heaven, but it's up to you. Now, maybe you think, hmm, is it up to my good works or is it dependent upon my church attendance? And the answer is no, my friend. There is a way that you can live forever. And the question, though, being, where will it be? You see, friend, everyone, after they take their last breath, their soul goes one of two places. Either heaven, like we talked about last week, or hell, like we talked about earlier this week. And this gospel track gives a clear presentation. It guides you through how you can discover for yourself to which of those destinations you will end up. And we're excited to offer it to you for free. The picture on the front here asks the question, will you live forever? I'd love for you to visit our website, BibleTracksInc.org, and discover for yourself, if you will live forever, where will you go? Before we go any further, 
I'd like you to turn in our Bibles to Isaiah. Grab your Bible if you would. My Bible is open to the book of Isaiah chapter number one. I'd love for you to join me there for just a moment. I'm so happy about the fact that we have the privilege and the great honor to be co-laborers together for the gospel's sake. And as we talk about this topic of forgiveness in just a moment, I'd like to bring to your recollection the fact that if we are a part of, and we are, part of the family of God, if you know Christ as Savior, if heaven is your future eternal home, then friend, we are family and we should not let things and schisms and things like bitterness divide us. And that's where forgiveness becomes so very important. Now, I'm going to ask you to make sure that you listen in to our closing of the week broadcast tomorrow. You're not going to want to miss that. Every once in a while, we do some fun things like giveaways and things of that nature. So make sure you stick around for that tomorrow. But today, I hope you've found your place in the book of Isaiah chapter number one. Isaiah chapter number one, by way of introduction, let me say this. I learned an interesting fact recently. There is a tribe of Eskimos live, of course, way up north and deal with frigid temperatures. And I learned recently that there is a specific tribe of Eskimos and in their dialect, they don't have a word in their language for forgiveness. And so what they say instead can roughly be translated to this. They have no word for forgiveness, and so they say this, not being able to think about it anymore. And in reality, I don't know if there is a better way to define that word forgiveness than not being able to think about it anymore. To send away from your thoughts, to revoke any recollection from your mind's eye, That sin, the punishment, the broken fellowship is put to the side, the case is dismissed or canceled, and all is forgiven. There are three great truths about forgiveness that I'd like you to wrap your mind around now. Jesus forgave me. And if you put it in your own words, Jesus forgave you. Number two, I am and you are to forgive others. Number three, I am to seek forgiveness from others. Now, we can talk about the golden rule and about how all of these these things sort of wrap up together, but remember that verse that we love him because he first loved us? Well, remember that Jesus forgave me and I can do no better than to forgive others as well. Here's the theme, the thought, the title of the program today. The magnitude of God's forgiveness. I'd like us, if we can, and I don't think in our human mentality, in our human ability, we'll ever be able to really wrap our minds around this, but let's try to figure out the magnitude of God's forgiveness. You know, it's a small thing for a creature to forgive a creature, but it's a big thing for a creator to forgive a creature. You must realize that he, meaning God, owes us nothing. And yet we find ourselves at the book of Isaiah, chapter 1, in verse number 18. Here's what the Bible says. Come now, and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. 
What a glorious thought. I find it almost amusing, though a very serious subject matter. It's almost humorous to me, that first line, Come now, and let us reason together, saith the Lord. If we were using logic, if we were using reason, then what God says next, that our sins, though they be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow, that doesn't seem very reasonable from God's perspective. I feel like, and I know I am, that I'm getting the better end of the deal. Jesus Christ came, was born of a virgin some 2,000 years ago. He lived 33 sinless years, and he died on a cross for you and for me, And he says, let's reason together. Let me tell you, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. What an amazing offering of salvation to you and to me. Our righteousness, the Bible says, is as filthy rags. If we got what we deserved, we would all be in hell. But God, God wants to forgive us. Psalm 103 verse 12 says this, As far as the east is from the west. So far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Even when we think we can't forget our wrongdoing, God, in his infinite mercy and his stupendous love, he offers us the magnitude of his forgiveness. God, my God, your God, has a mighty big eraser. He is willing to erase our sin, never to be seen again. What an amazing God we serve. What an amazing forgiveness we have been offered. Have you accepted that forgiveness, friend? Because if you have, then it would behoove you. I would counsel you. I would advise that you learn to forgive others. But let's continue along this topic of the magnitude of God's forgiveness. When God forgets, he forgets forever. Look at Matthew chapter 18. I want to give you a lot of scripture here because I'd really like to hammer home this point of God's forgiveness. Matthew 18, 23 says, Therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king, which would take account of his servants. And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him which owed him ten thousand talents. That was a hefty sum of money. But for as much as he had not to pay, he couldn't pay back, his Lord commanded him to be sold, his wife and his children, all that he had, and payment to be made, The servant therefore fell down and worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion and loosed him and forgave him the debt. The servant said, Please, please, master, please just give me enough time, and I promise I'll pay it back. And the master, the picture of Jesus Christ, was so moved with compassion that he loosed him from his bonds and forgave him the entirety of his debt. Let me give you an idea of how much that servant owed the master. A talent of silver in this time frame was worth about $2,000. A talent of gold was worth $30,000. That means that the man, the Bible doesn't tell us whether it was a talent of silver or gold, but this man was between $20 and $300 million in debt. Between $20 million and $300 million in debt. There is no way humanly possible that he could pay the debt. I don't know what he did to get himself in that far of a debt, but I see a stark realization and I see an incredible contrast between my life and what's been forgiven me. You see, though I may not be a murderer, though I may not have a 
laundry list of sins that I've committed, you must understand that the smallest of my sins sentenced me to a devil's hell, and that weight of sin is worth far more than the $300 million that this man may have owed, and yet, Jesus Christ forgave it all. He didn't just forgive it by speaking a word. No, he took action, and he actually paid my debt for me. The debt that represents my sin debt, your sin debt. If you have not accepted Christ, please care for that today. Christian friend, if you have accepted that forgiveness, then tomorrow you need to tune in because we are going to pivot from the magnitude of God's forgiveness to make it personal and practically applicable. We are going to talk about your and my forgiveness to others. Don't go anywhere. Make sure you listen into the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast tomorrow. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309 828 6888. That's 309 828 6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.